0: Chats, Naomi House and Jackspace corporate podcast hosted by me, Lisa Congdon, corporate fundraiser. Today I have with me Brian Harper, Managing Director at GRP Solutions based in Havant. Hello, Brian, and thank you so much for your time today. Great to have you join me. How are you?
1: Yeah, I'm great. Thanks, Lisa. It's always nice to talk to you. And uh, thanks for having us on this podcast.
0: Oh, thank you. So, Brian, if you just want to tell us a little bit about GRP Solutions and about yourself,
1: okay. Well, uh, GRP Solutions is a is a business we started uh, six nearly six years ago. It's a distribution business for uh, composites. So, effectively, what you see on for boats or um, anything white you would see on a boat is generally sort of the sort of materials that we would supply, or for pipes or tanks or for parts of houses so we're a company with around about uh, 25 employees now and we've grown from nothing to a business that's turning over nearly 20 million in in the space of about six years uh, thanks to a really brilliant team of people and um, you know I'm really proud to be uh, the managing director of that business and looking to continue to grow it.
0: That's amazing and I, I remember meeting you a few years ago and the turnover was not that much, so that's brilliant. You've, like year on year, you're obviously increasing your turnover, which is fantastic, especially the past year as well. So,
1: yeah, I think it's always. I think you know, um, in distribution, you know, my saying is it's it's a it's a business that's a little bit like rowing across the Atlantic. There's very few times where where the business is going to be smooth. You know, the waters will be smooth. Most of the time, you're either going up very fast or you're coming down very fast. But what you've got to be doing in the the meantime is managing that and uh, having the right people with the right level of motivation to continue to provide that level of service to customers through challenging periods. And we're going through a really challenging period now with um, uh, with COVID, with Brexit, and with general trading conditions, um, but what you want is a what you want is a team of people who can step up to those challenges, you know. And um, you know, unfortunately we have a culture within the business that allows allows us to to deal with those challenges and. Um, uh, and and that for me is is the is the is the greatest thing about doing business, really. And and everyone will have their challenges. You know, you know, Naomi's house has had huge challenges this year with COVID and fundraising. But you've got an amazing team of people who I know will get through that and continue to deliver that level of service that you that you're offering, which is world class. Wow. And that's why we so keen to support you. Oh,
0: thank you. That's really lovely. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. I think everybody this year has had to flex and adapt in ways that they probably thought they were never going to have to, which is, you know, we've all done it. You guys are obviously still trading, you know, like you say, not only did you have COVID to deal with, but Brexit played a big part into your business and... It, you're still here to tell the tale which <laughs> is great yeah, I, unfortunately I'm, that's not the case for
1: everyone is it so no it's not but i think you know it's um always in the hard times is that is that is where you kind of prove what uh what your business is about and about the people in your business it's it's those opportunities where they people can step up or or step aside really and i think You know if 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 everything was flat and stable it's very different very difficult to differentiate your business from from others per se but when there's a challenge then it's the good teams you know it's the it's the ones who are well trained who have got a, a great ethos and a great team spirit that will come through all of that and that's really um, what I'm trying to do with with our team is always to have a team who are well motivated who are ready to take on the next challenge and uh, and that's held us in really good stead during this uh, difficult period I'd say
0: absolutely and I I am. Um... I've had the pleasure of meeting various members of your team. And whenever I've come over to the office, everybody is very keen to say hello and, um, you know, make me a cup of tea (laughs) and find out a little bit more about Naomi House. Because it is you walk in and it feels very like much like a family. And your wife is part of the team, um, Michelle, and she obviously supports everything that you do with Naomi House. And Jack's Place um so I've been able to, to meet Michelle on several occasions as well but that kind of team spirit that you talk about is what really shines through when you guys get involved with activities for Naomi House so currently you guys are taking part in Run for Respite which is exciting yes. I think you're crazy <laughs> <laughs> um anyone that's taken part in run for respite this march um is 105 miles uh to raise 105 pounds for Naomi House and Jack's Place and Brian and some of the team have taken part and um you did send me a text I can't remember the numbers but how how well are you guys doing in your miles so far
1: yeah I think we're doing, we're doing quite well I know I, man- I managed to do 30 miles in the first week and I, I think uh all of them, everyone who's 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 uh, taking part in the challenge, I think, is is really stepping up for it. So, um, and that's that's um, it's probably about quarter of our workforce or more, perhaps between a quarter and a half of our workforce are taking part in in Run for Respite, and then um, a group of a group of friends who who we did the Three Peaks Challenge with a few years back are also taking part, and and for me that's part and parcel of what we need to be doing is spreading that that message you know it's it's uh, using the i kind of look at it a bit like the social media you know that if you if, if one person can can persuade somebody else to do something then there's two of you doing it and those two can persuade some another two people to do it. so suddenly the the amount of people out there fundraising is is enormous and that's that's what we're Trying to do uh, as individuals and as a business is to widen the scope. So, when when you've got an event on like um, Run for Respite or any of your other events, we we send it out to all of our customers because we've got a customer base of probably close on a thousand customers. So, uh, if if you only got one percent of them doing something, but then the next time they send it out to their customer base, you know, be like it's a little bit like viral marketing, but that's what you need to be doing that's what everyone needs to be doing you know and it doesn't take much of an effort to do that and and actually the whole engaging with your with your team and engaging with your customers and your suppliers actually shows what you're about as a business and so it's just natural for us to do that and the relationships that we build on the back of that are amazing you know we we have some absolutely amazing customers who Sh- share the sort, same sort of vision that we have and actually being close and, and supporting each other and supporting each other's charitable efforts is, is brilliant. It's brilliant for the charities and it's brilliant for the business relationship. And that's kind of the message that I'm evangelical about is that businesses need to engage with uh, charitable fundraising, not just because it's, it's the right thing to do. Clearly, that's the... That should be the first reason you're going to do something like that but the bit that businesses need to understand is it's good for business it's good for your team if members of your team are engaged in in a team event like raising money like we did for uh, the three peaks that was the best team building experience you could ever wish for you know we had some of the youngest people in the company attending we had um we had guys from different departments who didn't speak to each other normally. Uh, suddenly, uh, working as working as a team. So, even if you just wanted to use it as a team building event, I would heartily recommend that. But it goes beyond that. You know, it's it it builds into your culture. It builds into your work culture. And if you can in- make sure that people understand that you care as a business about your about people within your team about your customers, your suppliers, but your wider community that builds a much stronger uh, team spirit within your business. It means you've got less absenteeism. You don't have to worry about recruiting. Now, if I I've I've recruited somebody recently within the business and, and immediately they want to join you because they've seen all of the activities and they get the culture. They've only got to talk to somebody um, within the business for five minutes and they understand that actually this is a good place to be it's a good company to work for uh, and so you know for me it's a I'm, I'm, I'm an accountant so, so but if I'm if I want to look at a KPI I look at the happiness of the team because if I've got a happy team I know my business is going to be successful so it's it's an easy it's easy it's an easy sell for me uh and i would say to any business out there if you're thinking about especially in these times now post covid of bringing your teams back together you know engaging in charitable fundraising and a team event is a brilliant way of of um, improving your team's uh, mental uh, health uh, and just that level of team spirit and you've got plenty you know we've you've got plenty of things on you've got um uh the charity nights on uh, we're about to do your um uh, escape rooms and use that as part of our our team it, engaging with our teams so you know there's there's so many things to be done but they're all good for you know from a business investment point of view if you want to look at it as a hard hard-nosed businessman charitable fundraising uh, pays back more than you'd ever imagine
0: that's amazing that was going to be one of my questions was um kind of how do you feel about working with Naomi House as um not just only as an individual but a team in a business and you've answered that without me having to ask you um you are so right when you say you know it's a great way to engage your teams and build that morale and everything and that's something that when I go out for my first sort of Meeting with a new business is that's you know exactly what I say. So the fact that new companies can hear it from a company that has worked with us for the last is it five years?
1: Yes, yes, I like that. Yeah, yeah, I
0: think it was literally as I joined Naomi House, the partnership was formed, wasn't it? And uh you, Brian, are a wonderful ambassador for Naomi House and Jack's Space. Everything you have just said. I know you are always championing us. You've got your local village that you get roped into various different fundraising activities with as well. And I just need to take you back. I don't know if you even if you're going to remember this, but it was probably about three years ago. And I was at a networking event that you were sponsoring at Portsmouth Football Club. And uh, you were the headline sponsor. So you had the opportunity to um, when we had like a five minute brief sort of thing with everybody you had the opportunity to get up and represent your business and you didn't talk about GRP solutions you had a captive audience and you gave a speech all about the support that you give well not just all about the support but how you can support Naomi House and was able to share our story in that really big room with lots of people that whilst I was going obviously round I wouldn't have got to be able to speak to every single person and that for me is a true ambassador of Naomi House that's completely selfless you didn't know I was going to be there and that like I say that will stay with me forever as one of the most kindest moments whilst I've been out networking in the time that I've been at Naomi House so
1: well, thank thank you for that. I mean, I think it's it's easy supporting Naomi's House. I mean, you know, it's um first of all, you know, children and young adult hospice. I mean, you you couldn't imagine a more worthy cause to support that. But you know, when I when whenever I'm talking to you, I'm always amazed by the professionalism and the fact that Naomi's House and Jack's Place. no ordinary places it's not it's not it's no ordinary charity this this is a world-class world-leading facility and the detail that you go to in in making the care so individual is amazing and i think uh, you know i had the you know i had the absolute pleasure to come and and visit uh visit you once and you know yes of course it's it's sad, you know, that that children are and young adults uh, will have their lives cut short. But the uh, there is nothing sad about Naomi's house and Jack's place. I mean, it's a celebration of young for young people. Everything is done that you could imagine. I mean, one of those stories you told me about the design of the building with the extra wide corridors to allow. The younger adults in in uh, Jack's place to race up and down the corridors, or the you know the the room in the garden for the young adults to go and and um, enjoy themselves, but then the sensory rooms and the swimming pools, and but you know and then then if there is somebody who's approaching the end of their life, the the. The subtle messaging that you put outside so that people don't come in noisily or laughing and joking when it's a when it's a very sad event about to happen all of those things are are incredible and you know we, we talked we talked about end of life just before we started a conversation about a family and it's such an important thing to manage and you know we said People don't want to talk about it, but people have people are going through that every day, um, and that means that whether you talk about it or not, that care needs to be there for people, and you know, and it's the way you do it is is phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal and world class. So, congratulations to everyone at Naomi's house and Jack's place.
0: Wow. That's quite um, yeah. You've made me feel a bit goosebumpy because actually, you know, we as a team really are very proud about the care that gets given to the the children and the young adults and the families that attend Naomi House and Jack's Place. But to hear somebody who doesn't work there explain it in such a way that we do is just phenomenal and that really to me shows how much you are invested as not only an individual supporter but obviously somebody who then goes out and champions that at your business and in your local area that's phenomenal and that's you know that's exactly what I want people to hear from this podcast is the sincerity of you know not, not just managing directors from corporates but that's your personal view you know that's your personal view um I remember showing you and Michelle round and that's probably what I've missed the most through COVID Mm -hmm. is taking people on tours of the hospice because it is such a wonderful place and I actually started my journey as a corporate supporter before I became a member of the team at Amy House and you're right I felt exactly the way that you have just explained how you feel that actually it's it is world-class it's a phenomenal place and um to anybody that is listening when when life is resumed as normal again and we can open the doors to visitors please do get in touch and um I'd be more than happy to to show you around and and you can see some of the lovely things that Brian has just explained so beautifully we've talked about you come into Naomi House, we've talked about you being a great ambassador. We've talked about you as a team and the support that you've got. The length of the relationship with Naomi House and Jack's place, like we say, it was it was around about five years. Because I think you were one of the very first businesses that I came along to. Can you remember?
1: Yes, yeah, I think it was four, I think it was just over four years. I think that's what it was. Something like something between four and five years ago. I mean, it's gone in a flash, to be quite honest.
0: It has, and um, and when when I came along to that first meeting, was your expectation to still be working with us now, or did you think it was going to be sort of a charity of the year partnership? What was your kind of expectation, and how has that evolved?
1: Yes, I, no, I think we we'd always planned for it to be a uh, longer term. I mean, Michelle and I had have been involved in fundraising in the past and you know we 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 spent a lot of time working uh with a, a a street children's charity called child hope when our kids were much younger and we'd been touched by a story um and we'd started uh, fundraising in earnest uh for them uh, and i guess what touched me this this time was that we had been at an award ceremony for a, a business awards uh ceremony and what i noticed was that of all the amazing businesses in the Solent region that were, that were attending that event, all the ones that were, that were the most successful were the ones who had a charitable, a very strong fundraising, charity fundraising uh, st- structure and culture. And that really came home to me very strongly. And we decided at that point that actually, you know we, we've we got a business that's very strong on culture but that built, building that charitable fundraising into our culture would strengthen our culture even more so that's why we we didn't see it as a, as a short-term investment in our in our time if you like it's part and parcel of who we are and who we will be for years to come it's a it's a now it's a major focus a major part of our culture which is you know not just about looking after our you know the people who work for us and customers and and suppliers and and building relationships that's that's really what our business is about is is that relationship building but also doing you know it it might sound a little trite but doing giving something back and doing something good makes you feel great and it makes your team feel great so why would you want to stop doing it well what amazes me is that that people more people don't do it i mean the question should be is why wouldn't you do it because because actually now it is you know now i'm being asked by my team what 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 are we doing next year what event we're going to do when are we going to when are we going to do another three peaks challenge i mean that three peaks challenge for me was one of the greatest things we've ever ever done uh, personally and as a business we you know we as a group of of people working in the company and a group of friends going and doing the three peaks was just so challenging, but also so inspiring uh, and great fun. And if, if if people haven't done something like that, then you're missing out and um, use it now as an opportunity of re-engaging with your team and going, once, once we're through this COVID experience, don't put it off, uh, actually everyone in our team were amazing and now as I say they're pushing me to 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 come up with the next the next major event that we that we plan to do uh, I think we you you unfortunately you'll be stuck with us for for a few years to come yeah
0: that's music to my ears Brian <laughs> um I'm sat smiling because the three Peaks challenge um is something that I've not yet done I was due to embark upon this uh in 2020 and you know I'd do anything to get out of it <laughs> <laughs> But that I think on your website, you've got some photos or a video. Here's a video, isn't there? Yes, so
1: we did a video. Yeah.
0: Anybody listening who thinks, actually, this might be really good for the team to do, uh, go over to GRP Solutions' website and have a little look. They've got a great video on there. And like you say, the, the camaraderie and the team building and all of that is, you're all on that journey together. It's tough for everybody and you're all on it together. And that's what... You know, with the, with the offerings that we have in terms of employee engagement initiatives and different kinds of events, that's what we want. We want you to be on that journey together, and I think you summarised that so beautifully.
1: And you can do. You know, the, the great thing is, is if you want if you want is House to to set things up for you, you can you can follow a prescribed event. Uh, you can, you know, uh, I think in the one of the early days, our credit manager. Uh, wendy did a did a skydive and she was terrified of heights and uh we thought she was going to have post-traumatic stress disorder afterwards because uh she i think she got tourette's on the way down you know but <laughs> she, uh, she she raised i think two and a half thousand pounds by Incredible. by uh, by our customers wanting to see us throw our credit manager out the plane so it's um that was an organised event, and we were supported with three peaks, but we did three peaks on our own. But you know, we've attended your Christmas parties, and and we're now we're doing the the run for respite. So you can you can pick and choose. You, if you if you want to, if you want to be supported in raising money, you can be supported. If you want to do things on your own, you can do it on your own. It doesn't you know there's there's everything's everything's there uh, to help you, and you know. Clearly, Lisa, you're you're there, and you've you you help us uh, uh, if we're if we're looking to uh, support our teams. Uh, you're always you're always there and, and helping, and that's and that's another big part of it. Is that some of the criticisms I've heard of of people fundraising have been, oh, it's it's kind of anonymous. Actually, fundraising for Nameless House and Jack's Place is anything but anonymous. You know. Uh, You are so uh, supportive uh, and and being so grateful for even the small contributions that get made. Uh, You're always, you know, asking us to come up and attend events. And we we feel that feels amazing. It feels amazing to be part of of an amazing uh, charity. But that doesn't come easy. It doesn't come easy. Because it means, you know, it's people like yourself who've got to put that effort in to keep on engaging uh, with the likes of us. So, you know, that's that's um, another, you know, a pat on your backs, really, because, you know, you're raising something like, uh, no, the last time I looked was oh, you had to raise over £8 million a year to keep the facilities running. And that's, that's, that's huge and it's humbling when you think that, we do an event we think we've done really well and then we think my god how what does that mean in terms of what you need to do to run your business and it's nothing it's nothing so you know it's a huge challenge that you've got but you keep you make us feel like we are part and parcel of the Naomi's house family and that's a lovely thing to do
0: you are part of the Naomi house and Jackson family and every penny that is raised for Naomi House is like you say we are so grateful because we know it's hard to fundraise and we know it's hard to keep going back out and asking people to sponsor you and everything and that's why that's why again I love what I do I love being able to give you something different each time you're ready to do a fundraising event or a employee engagement initiative it's something different and like you said earlier we kind of offer that calendar of events and people can dip in and out and I think what you've just nailed beautifully in your explanation there about the partnership is you're really aware that it doesn't have to be the same it's not one size fits all it's a case of you know you can pick and choose when the time's right for you and you've got time in the business to be able to you know add extra time in for fundraising and again that's something that I really you know I, I'm so pleased that you said that because that is what I want to get across with these podcasts that everybody can be part of Amy House and Jack's Place family and every penny that's raised is so gratefully received that's just <laughs> yeah perfect perfect answer <laughs> really.
1: I well, think it's part of that net, you know it's part of an you know, you've got to make Naomi's house part of your network. You know, just, just the small things, you know, um, you know, my, my daughter Isabel's at university. All, both of my children uh, are invested in, in Naomi's house. So actually, when you when we, we talk about Run For Respite, uh, s- suddenly Isabel's running a team at, at university in Loughborough. And now that's another two or three people who weren't aware of Naomi's house and Jack's place, who now are all with their own social media connections. So I think clearly it's about raising money first of all, but it's also about spreading the word and the network because you're right there, you can't keep going back to the same people every five minutes and saying, I need you to sponsor me for this. That's why as a business, you've you've got to think a little bit differently. You've got to find a way of, spreading that amongst perhaps might be your suppliers you might want to focus on your key suppliers most people uh, if you tell them the right story and you uh, share with them what naomi's house is doing will will be supportive you might be talking sometimes to your customers or it might be engaging your staff in doing um bagging up products they might have at home that could be used for the in the hospice shops all of those things are your visiting a different group of people it could be where you're running one of your events like running one of your stores for the day where you don't have to keep asking the same people for money Uh, you know so it could be you know one of the things we did this year for you was to put a set aside a selection of profit from a, a particular product line that didn't that didn't require anyone to ask anyone for money so you just need to think a little bit more widely about it it could be you attend one of the events or the christmas parties uh, when when we can have them again you know again you you don't need to ask people for money for those either so you can do lots of things uh, to support the charity without you know thinking that you've got to keep asking everyone for the same uh, amount of money and uh, and but i think you know the the bigger the challenge you do then you know the too right you should you should be able to go back and ask your your supporters and, and mates for a few quid why not
0: I love that um there's a couple of things in there that I want to touch upon you said about your daughter and getting involved with run for respite um I remember kind of almost at the beginning of all of this um and your children uh, were both at home with you Uh, for lockdown and you were telling me about how every day you were going out for your walks and as a family and I just like I said just a second ago you were a great ambassador and the fact that you had your children at home for that period of time which in their early 20s you probably wouldn't have done because it was COVID that made them come home you then had that extra opportunity To be this wonderful ambassador at home whilst you're out walking, and that's you know rubbed off on your daughter, and she's joined in with the run for respite, which is amazing. And you've touched upon um, the donation that you made from an extra project line. And I remember that phone call. I remember you ringing me saying, "Lisa, this is what we're going to do. We're going to try and see how this works, Um, and the profit that we make that will come directly to you." Uh, and then obviously I was on a period of furlough and so when I came back we then had a conversation and and you were in a position to be able to give us a a wonderful amount of money which you know all of these things are part and parcel of the relationship that we have with GRP Solutions and um, and it is treasured and I think it again you know the fact that you have encompassed everything in such a short period of time and encouraged businesses to get involved, is just really humbling for me as the corporate fundraiser. But I think my colleagues will also feel as humbled by what you said. And um, hopefully, like you say, we will be able to have uh, some form of a Christmas party this year. So <laughs> I want to, I really want you to, just ha- have a little moment to remember the year that it was the circus uh theme. oh god yeah that
1: was my favorite one yes
0: and t- go on please <laughs> tell everyone please tell everyone i will let you let you share
1: oh yeah so it was um it was this it was a, it was a th- circus theme for the big the big top wasn't it for the for the christmas party and my favorite musical probably ever now is the greatest showman so we persuaded the whole team to to dress up out of as characters out of the greatest showman, and it was just we came in a in a red bus, an old fashioned red bus, which we thought was going to be really fun, but turned out to be so cold. Um, it was freezing all the way from Portsmouth to Eastleigh. It was we were absolutely frozen, but it was an amazing what an amazing night that was, you know. Um, uh, we had so we had so much fun you know we our whole team um every event that we do we make sure every single member of the team attends and the christmas party for us is at the highlight of the year so you know we've had we've had some amazing um events with you and uh again you know it's easy you know we, we haven't we didn't have to organize a thing you organize it all all we got to do is pay you and turn up and that's uh i mean, you know, you just got to think that that's all the hard work taken out of Christmas. But I mean, why wouldn't you do it? <laughs> you know, that's what I mean, it's it's a it's a win. It's all these are just easy win wins, and that's why it's it's easy to say to people, why why wouldn't you do that rather than you should be doing you should be doing this or you should be helping out. It's a it's an easy win, and you know you know, ask all of our team look forward to. Crazy dancing of some of the individuals within the company, and uh, and everyone lets their hair down and uh, and has a great time. And um, you know that's thanks to a, a, you know again it's a another you know so fabulous event that gets put on. I mean it's uh, really amazing, and um, uh, you know it's, it's something with a, as a small company you know of twenty five people, you couldn't you couldn't ever wish to attend something like a big a big top for example uh, event so it's it's brilliant and it's local as well so um no congratulations for all of that and I know that's a it's a big fundraising it's a huge effort it's a big fundraiser for you and I can see exactly why and I'd encourage anyone to to attend that event
0: oh thank you that's you you're right I think every time you've been along and um been to our Christmas parties that, that that year particularly <laughs> you um i you all walked in and it was just amazing because I I could see you amongst everybody else I knew where to come and find you to have a chat um and uh, and sell some raffle tickets as well uh, that's usually what I spend my evening doing um but you're right again just everybody lets their hair down you guys have a wonderful evening you get a meal you get, entertainment you have a bit of a boogie and all in the whilst of doing that you're raising money for the house, which is great and great for us and yeah well fingers crossed we'll just have to cross each bridge as we come for this year I think but uh, hopefully in the not so distant future we can get you guys on the dance floor doing some crazy dancing again
1: So we, we'll, we'll be we'll be the first there. I can I can guarantee you that, and uh, and I think you know there is a, you know clearly there is a message here that, you know that some business have some businesses have struggled, uh, understandably through COVID, and but there are there are businesses out there who've done really well. I think everyone will be facing a challenge about their teams. You know that. If if you've got office based staff, most of them will have spent the last twelve months at home on their own and doing Zoom and everything else. I think really to encourage people to not put off the charitable fundraising and think, okay, we're too busy, we're too busy to get on and do that now. Now is the exact amount right time for getting engaged because. I think if you can get engaged now, you will bring your teams back faster and better, better mental health, and with more fun uh, and a closer knit team. That's going to encourage. If your business has been struggling, that's going to encourage you to be more profitable moving forward, um, because happy people uh, in the business are the best are the best sales staff you're you're ever going to have. And and if you've done well. Uh, throughout the COVID period, now's the time to be to be putting your hand in your pocket and and uh, giving something back. And I think this this is this is exactly the right time now to be engaged because um, there's it's only a win-win. You you can't you can't lose by being engaged with charitable fundraising.
0: I 100% agree with you there, Brian. And I don't think. I could have summed up any of that in any other way other than the way that you just said it and um, it is a really interesting time I think for everybody because there are going to be like you said some of those people that have spent a whole year at home on their own you know whether they're other halves at home working or whether they've been homeschooling actually going back into the office for some people might be quite daunting and if there can be a little bit of fun, uh, the fun in fundraising, I think sounds a bit cheesy, but you know what I mean? Like uh, a little bit of fun in that time when you are trying to embed everyone back into the office or back into the work environment is absolutely only going to help their mental health. And like you say, a happy, a happy team creates a happy workforce and a happy workforce, then obviously achieves the objectives that the business has set out to achieve so if if anybody listening today wants to find out any more please do get in contact with us because we have got lots of different things um, Brian's mentioned our escape rooms a couple of times that uh he's just that's the, the next thing that they're about to embark on and that's something that you can do over over zoom over teams you know before everybody does get back into the office it's a bit of fun um one of our colleagues Gemma, spent a long time putting it together and it gives you a bit of a tour of naomi house so you you know you're in one room which is uh the the hydro pool. so brian's mentioned about that and then you go into another room and there's lots of clues and it's it's you know it's an hour's worth of fun and there's a small donation to naomi house to be able to get that so um I look forward to hearing how you guys get on, Brian. <laughs>
1: Didn't seem yeah.
0: you, did yeah. you know you've you signed them up for that.
1: Yeah, well, I think you know it's um, it's it's uh, it, you know it, even in a business with a strong culture like ours, keeping in contact with everyone is is still a challenge. You know, it's uh, it, it's a uh, and sometimes you need you need some structure. You need some you need uh, you need something to come along where you say actually that's that's a brilliant. Tag to be able to um, have a meeting and then and then have a bit of fun afterwards and um, you know that's uh, yeah we're gonna we're, I'm looking I'm looking forward I'm a big escape room uh, fan oh, uh, yeah. I'm pretty used to them but I'm I'm uh, I'm a big fan of them yeah we did one as, we did one as a family the other the other week and uh, yeah let's just say that the we we didn't escape. <laughs>
0: I've done a couple and yeah the clues are really hard even even uh this particular one for Naomi House we um as a team we did it we had a couple of trials and yeah I mean the questions aren't necessarily directed to Naomi House I think we said to Gemma that we had to take some of them out because they were literally so (laughs) hard Um, and we wanted people to be able to get through to get to the end uh, you know kind of you know get yeah just get to the end really but um escape rooms is a, is a another great yeah um initiative that we've got and like you say that's it's been something that's been fun to do whilst we've been in lockdown hasn't it it's you know kept yeah absolutely
1: absolutely and run for respite is is helping to keep some of this this uh this the weight we keep Ballooning and losing during lockdown, I think that's uh, is uh, is is a brilliant challenge. And I, you know, I I know that within work and and uh, within our friendship group that we keep everyone's posting how many miles they're doing. And again, it's another. Everyone can go out and walk and run, um, but having a having some a structure behind you that when it's a bit windy or it's a bit cold in the morning or we've got a we've got a big hill approaching the house and um it's amazing michelle was was shouting naomi's house as she was coming up the the hill to keep herself going you know it's um you just you need something to to push you when you when you would could quite easily say do you know what i'm i'm just going to stay indoors today and have a cup of coffee so it's uh thanks for putting it on because it's uh it's a great challenge and um Uh, and hopefully it will be a a good fundraiser.
0: Yeah, I believe believe we're doing very well so far. Um, I'm not going to say any figures because I don't know when Mm -hmm. specifically this will go out. So I'll wait until, you know, the end of that, really. But um, I literally now just have a picture of Michelle running up a hill, shall we? (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, um, and yeah, she, again, alongside you, has been a wonderful ambassador for Naomi House. And I just yeah there's nothing else that I have that I would like you to cover because you literally have covered everything that I could have asked for and and without me really even asking you any questions which is amazing so I've just got a couple of um quick fire questions for you so um oh <laughs> only real quick cats or dogs dogs summer or winter uh summer barbecue or roast?
1: Oh, Roast.
0: There we go. So that's just a bit of fun for me. And also every little bit that I'm doing through these podcasts, give me even more insight to the great people that I get the opportunity to work with. So from me and everybody at Naomi House, Brian, we love working with you and your team. Thank you so much for everything you have done and that you have promise to continue to do so yeah. <laughs> and um I look forward to being able to see you in person very very soon so thank you yeah.
1: like, likewise and thanks to you and your team and best of luck with with all the fundraising and everything that you're doing and it's uh always enjoy um our conversations uh that, that we have throughout the year and uh, it always gives us a, a boost and, and reinvigorates us to do a little bit more for you. So thanks a million. And thanks to everyone uh, over your team and all the best with the fundraising for this year.
0: Thank you so much for listening to Naomi and Jack's Chats. On the next episode, I'll be joined by Camilla from History Group. If you did want to find out a little bit more about getting involved and creating a partnership with us, please do email us at hello at naomihouse.org.uk. That's hello at naomihouse.org.uk. And we look forward to hearing from you.